Hello and welcome to Be a B2B Leader. I'm your host Felician and today my guest is Joseph Newton, the co-founder of Sway, where they build and execute B2B video strategies. In this episode, you will learn how to leverage video in your business. So let's get started. Hi Joseph and welcome to the show. Hey, great to be on. Uh, I love doing these, love doing these podcasts, so I uh, appreciate you having me on. Awesome. So let's Video is huge, like it's growing all the time. More and more companies are looking to invest into it. So please tell me and the audience, where does video fit in the overall strategy of B2B companies? Video fits across the entire, I think, you know, B2B content marketing strategy. I think a a common mistake I see from from companies um, is that they tend to only insert video into very few elements of like the kind of you know uh, marketing funnel um and just kind of content channels you know it's usually it's videos used to display the product so product videos you know explainer videos and maybe the occasional like about us or maybe the occasional case study videos um but i think you know the way to now think about video you know in this you know in 2023 and, and this kind of new era that we're in of social and AI, um, you know, video, video has to be across everything, right? It has to be kind of coexisting with everything that you do on a written content front. So yeah, video is, video should, should be, should be showing up everywhere in your, in your content funnel. Like, I think that's the beauty of it, that you can really fit it in every piece of content that you create, be it focused on employees, on clients, like wherever it can, yeah work for your internal marketing even like i really like those videos where yeah ceos for example send a short message to the whole team just so people know what's happening and they yeah can feel the company spirit so to say 100 100 percent. yeah and if you were to start investing into video like what would you advise a company so I think, uh, again, uh, a big mistake with with video, and it'll kind of come full circle, um, is that when they try and start investing in video, they do it in a very like expensive siloed way. So they say, you know, CEO says, hey, we need a big video for this new product launch we're doing, or we need like a, you know, we need to go and create these like five massive expensive brand videos. Um, and, you know, it takes six months, it's super expensive. And then, you know, you finally get these videos that kind of do like, you know, half as good as everyone expected, um, you know, or, or worse. Um, so I think I always say the best place to start is is, in the, is on kind of the opposite end of that scale, which is, you know, not your big fancy brand videos. It's your, you know, very simple videos that you can shoot, you know, off a phone very quickly. And it's content, I think, really importantly, it's content. And I've said it before but content that coexists with your existing marketing and like written content funnel so like what i mean by that is again going back to the siloed point when video does get created inside companies what you tend to see is it it, it's got not a lot of um it 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 tends it tends to just yeah happen happen on its own it's not connected to the blog it's not connected to the you know the webinar series or the newsletter that's running it's kind of just random random acts of video right that's like you know random acts of marketing random acts of video and so i think it's what are you already doing on a written content front maybe there's a weekly vlog maybe there's a weekly newsletter how can you 
you use video to fuel those existing activities. And that's like, that's the best place to start. Yeah. And I think it's pretty easy to start. Just as you said, you only need your phone. Yes. And yeah, maybe you can buy a microphone to make yeah, sure and, and you can, good, but... yeah and you and you can quickly you can quickly up level your setup right you know you can start with a phone i mean there's videos where i think you can kind of always use a phone now because phone quality is just so good now um but you can very quickly like up level a setup you know and get it to the point where honestly it looks studio level quality except yeah. it will cost you a tenth of the uh of that cost so yeah um yeah. And do you think it's better to start just trying it in-house with yeah the, the resources you have, or should you involve someone from the outside? So I think it can be. So I think I think you can start internally. I think you can. You know, there's a, there's a big push now of companies hiring creators. You know, where they're like bringing people in-house, like create. You know, like industry creators. A good example of this would be a company like Lavender, the cold email tool, yeah. where they've brought in you know Will out yeah Will Aiken hard you know to kind of like create content for them yeah they're um, everywhere right now <laughs> they're, oh my dude they're everywhere it's, 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 it's incredible um and so like a good example would be them where they brought in creators and they're filming and i think that's a good way to do it what i tend to see though is that like companies there's this is there's a lot of resistance to doing video i mean full disclosure this is why i've created sway like we've kind of tried to like create a process where it's easy to get going with video because um, what I tend to see is when companies try and do it in house, or they, you know, they 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 bring someone in, it always gets put on the back burner. There's no processes that are created around video. It's so it's kind of, you know, I, I think it can be helpful whether it's me or whether it's someone someone else to bring in someone external that can kind of that's actually got a video marketing background um, to kind of guide you on okay how do we actually remove that resistance to getting on video? Um, and how do we create an ongoing process that actually helps us churn out video consistently? Because that's the big point, right? So would you say that people are just scared of doing video? Um, I think, yes. I think, I think you know, you, I always get asked the question, um, why, why aren't companies doing video? And I think I see that quite a lot on LinkedIn. Like, here's why companies aren't doing video, uh, B2B companies. And I think, and it's, I spoke to uh, Kyle, who's the, um, I think like the video lead at Superside. I don't know if mm -hmm. you know, they're yeah. a like yeah, subscription design company. The, the marketing uh, bubble. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so um, and, I, and I, I was speaking with Kyle and he was saying that like, you know, there's a lot of reasons why people say B2B companies are, have been slow to adopt video. But I think a big reason really kind of just boils down to the fact that, you know, people just have a lot of resistance to being on video um they have you know i think people that a lot of fear builds up um which is always fake fear right i think you know what, what's funny to me is that people have people have been on video for the last three years now you know yeah. on these zoom calls and google meets exactly. like we've all we've all been doing we've all been on video the only difference is is that there's just a little red button at the top which is you know is, yeah. is record so it's it's i think uh, a, an interesting thing to, to think about if you are you know, someone's listening and they're scared of getting on video, realize that you've already been on video pretty consistently for the last few yeah. years. Um, and so, yeah. This is the same thing with podcasts. Like people don't want to start because they don't like the sound of their own voice. Yes. But yes, once yes, you yes, start yes. and you start to do the editing and all that stuff, you just get yeah. used to it. Yes. And yeah, then you realize, well. And hopefully like, to, and hopefully like, you know, hopefully get to the point where you do like the sound of your own voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like you will realize that, 
it's not bad as you think. Like, yes. You just have to yes. listen to it a few times. Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah. It's just it's reps, reps. You know that's that's all it is, and you get to the yeah. point where you just get you get comfortable with it. Like anything, you get comfortable, and now it's you know I, I it's like like me now. Like I've there's no fear now about getting on a podcast or doing a video. Yeah. It's just it's like automatic. Yeah, exactly. But it comes with the time and with the reps. Of course. Yes. 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 And Joseph, like, what types of video should B two B companies leverage at the start? So, I think some of the like lowest hanging fruits, um, and I think probably like the biggest like strategic pieces of content that you can do. I mean, we'll start with like I think what we say is like the most central, important video, which is like the story, like the company story video, which. I'm surprised how many companies don't create that video. Um, now I'm not talking about like a, you know, your typical SaaS product explainer that sits at the top of the website that like is incredibly boring and no one watches. Um, I'm talking about more of like a, a, and we're trying to like coin a phrase for it at the minute, but like almost like a, your like Vox, you know, like Vox, the, uh, yeah. the YouTube channel, like a kind of like Vox, almost like almost documentary explainer of like, why does our company exist? You know, if you're creating a new category, like why does this category exist? Like, I think there's, there's a, there's a, there's a really high level video that most companies don't create, which is not at the product level. It's not at the kind of, you know, problem level. It's more just at like the, the narrative level, which I, I, I don't really think I've, I, I've seen very few companies create that video. Um, so that's, I think that's like the first place I would start. Um, and what I'd really emphasize there is this is not a product video. This is not a, you know, a video where you start showing loads of features and you start like, you know, you've got a really boring corporate voice. That's this is a this ideally it's just your CEO, you know, like a, a kind of talking head CEO, you know, video where it's just laying out the vision and laying out, you know, the the kind of, you know, why we're in this fight type of video. Um, so I think you know if you go to our website on Sway, that's kind of what what we've done. Um, so I think that's the first most important video. Um, I think going down from that, I think the the most strategic videos you can create are probably going to be like your case study videos. Um, you know, I'm surprised. But case how many... study videos with clients, or uh, it can be ideally it's with clients. I mean, you can kind of mix and mash, right? So you could do you could have let me just turn my phone. Um, you could have uh, you could have videos where it's you know it's clients speaking and then it like jumps between client speaking and then like a narrator over the top it could just be a narrator talking about this client case study you can get really creative with it um again i think people box in what a case study is it's you know you you can do it you can you can hash it in a million ways a case study video Um, i've seen really creative examples of them uh where they don't even involve clients at all but i think the big point is you know the amount of companies i see where they've got like 20 written case studies just sitting on their website that you know they've not turned any of them into videos and they're not sharing any of them over social um in an interesting you know engaging way with a video to me is just is is, is crazy because the amount of work that goes into getting a case study done yeah and then to not like put a lot of effort into then distributing it and sharing it with you know and video is the best way to do that is just yeah it's crazy so i think video video case studies would be a big one for me um, I also then think it's it's very easy if you've got a if you've got a consistent uh, blog you're doing a newsletter that you're doing even a webinar series just basically turning that into a into a short video turning it into a YouTube series into a LinkedIn series um, so it's 
it's like taking your written content and then turning it into a into a kind of put, creating a video series that goes alongside it is i think is the easiest most practical way to start yeah. like i may be wrong here but sometimes i think that they start investing into that short form video but mm -hmm. then they see that only a few dozen people have watched it and they yes. say that it doesn't make sense to create even more just yeah. because they see all those yeah millions of views on other channels but mm -hmm. they don't realize that b2b is different and really yes if 20 of the right people watch your video that's enough like you don't need more I, this this is it's it's this is a massive point it's a massive point because people don't understand that a, a, a beat the mecca you know like the the absolute you know if you've got ten thousand subscribers as a b2b company on youtube that's like to me the equivalent of having you know uh, a million subscribers in like the yeah. kind of non b2b world right like it's yeah. if, if you've been able to do that that's an incredible achievement right so then when you break it down like you know if you've only got 500 subscribers that's still really 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 good right so yeah. i think you've got to kind of understand that you're not you're never going to get a million subscribers unless you are you know shopify where you're you know across all verticals then you know, of course, and it's really high volume. Um, but unless you're not, you know, if you're not playing that game, you're just going to have to accept that, you know, it's it's much more of a who's watching than it is a how many are watching. Exactly. Kind of, yeah. And if you, yeah, repurpose the video in the right way, yeah. on the right channels, like you will just elevate those numbers. Like yes. I see that, with, yeah, I've seen it also with my podcast, like, I don't have yeah. too many listeners, let's say those 100 people per episode. Yeah. But then when I create a post on LinkedIn and 3,000 people view the video, like, yeah, it's, that number it's, makes much more sense than this. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, it, yeah and it fuels the long form and it's a, it's a continuous cycle. Yeah. And what practical advice would you give to people yeah, who are bought in on the idea on investing in video? Like, mm -hmm. you said that they should create that first video like about us, our story or something like that, mm -hmm. like what should they focus on? So I, I guess, I mean, in terms of the direction of this, do you mean like the, what, what videos or, or like um, the, like what practical advice would you give to, yeah, to the CEO who will start presenting mm -hmm. and yeah, what things should yeah. they mention? Like, should they watch the creative? aspect of the video mostly or should it be more about the narratives yes so i i think a big thing is i i would i would 100 percent even with the with this video because i think just as a, a bit of a side tangent point um a lot of people don't see video as a continuous thing that you can very quickly improve right with like written content you see it as something really? you can really quickly yeah you know like yeah. uh as in you you do a video and then it's done it's one and done yeah. right like it's as in you, you create your ex explainer video and then that's it, right? Like you, you maybe change it in two years, you'll maybe change okay. it in a year, but yeah. like a lot of people don't create video in a way where you can quickly like, you know, get, you know, push a new version out within the next yeah. week. And that's how we think about video, right? Yeah. So I think when you create this first, like what we call like the narrative video, um, I would I would make it as lean as possible. What I mean by that is I would, you know, get your CEO. If you've got an iPhone 14, right, you can film in cinematic mode um, and it looks nearly as good, honestly, as 
you know, as most, as most cameras, like most people genuinely wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Um, so I'd get a tripod, I'd get a lighting setup, um, and I'd get your CEO, um, to basically just tell, tell the company's story. You know, why, why are we, why does this problem matter? You know, what's the, what's the shift in the world? It's kind of like the Andy Raskin, you know, old game, yeah. new game type framework. Um, and I, 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 but I, the, the, the kind of key point here is I, I create that video in a very, very like lean way, right? So we're not bringing in a really massive, you know, fancy filming crew and production crew. We're not, we're not doing any of that. We're keeping it really lean. We're still going to in the post edit, right? We're still going to throw in some nice motion graphics and, you know, make it feel good, but we're not going to invest a ton of time in, you know, um, you know, where, where I think where most of the time is going to go is going to be scripting, right? That's where like, honestly, 85% of the effort, 80% of the effort is going to go is just going to be on the scripting and also like the delivery piece, right? And just really getting clear with the message, right? I guess it's kind of like in the, in the, in a, in a copywriting sense, right? Yeah. Don't focus on the fancy, you know, on the website, don't focus on the fancy, uh, making it look nice and graphics yeah. and, you know, making it look incredible. Just focus on the messaging, focus on the narrative and being clear um, with, with delivering that message versus what most companies do is they don't focus on that at all. It's a really boring script. It's a really boring speaker. And then exactly. they just layer in, you know, tens of thousands of dollars of animations and they think that's what, you know, will, will make it pop. Yeah. I, I love that you put an emphasis on the messaging. Yes. Yeah, just too many times I've seen videos that yeah, they're just boring yes. as hell. Like you yes. start watching and you just want to skip. Yes. But when it has the right hook, it has the yeah, right call to action, the right yeah. message across that yeah, good word, bad word. Yes. Like everything connects. Like you just yeah. like watching those videos. Like I think that's one yeah. of the reasons why yeah. the videos from Chris Walker they yes. also performed always so good. Yes, he yes. always, yeah, he was always saying about the change in the market, yes. like how it looked like a few years ago, how it looks yes. now, how it look, will look like in the future. Yes. One one thing I would say though about about Chris, because I think a lot of people talk about Chris, you know, yeah. in like a, you know, obviously he's he's, he's like a house household name now in B two B. You know, he's he's everywhere that guy. Um, but I think a lot of people look at people like Chris, and you know, because obviously Chris's Chris's style is very much podcasts clips like that's that's his method and it, he's he's a guy that can just freestyle like very easily right i do think for a lot of people it's it's not going to be that easy um and that to be able to do that is is a is, is a is a talent in and of itself um and so i think uh, the reason i say that is because a lot of people i think look at chris and think oh well i can do that i don't need to script my videos i don't need to i can just free ball i can just freestyle Good and then they try this. and do that and it's like just doesn't work right the amount yeah. of clients that we've had where they've maybe looked at someone like chris and they've gone oh yeah we can just freestyle as well and we can just we, yeah you know we've given them a script and we don't need a script let me just you know the ceo just wants to freestyle it and the ceo tries to freestyle it and it goes horribly wrong right so i think what i would say is don't feel like because you've because that you've created a script it's going to sound robot you know like scripting actually for a lot of people makes more sense than not scripting yeah. is what i'd say like it's talent and yeah the reps that we mentioned before yes like yes. i listened to one yeah one of his lives 
Yes. Where someone was asking, like, did you take any classes on public speaking or anything like that? Yeah. And he just said that, yeah, he created over a hundred podcast episodes. He had yes. a few hundred hours of live live Q&As and he had just those reps in, like he practiced, practiced and over time, yeah, he created his own style. But yeah. now when someone wants to join in and yeah, just copy, like it won't work. No, 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 no. And that's, it's a really good point when you actually go and, and I've done this, when you go and listen to like Chris's first episode of when he started yeah. that podcast, like it's a very different, you know, like he, you can tell he's like, he's done a lot of work to get where he is now. Um, and it's it's a really long process. Um, and I think just, again, the, the, the other point I would say is that that freestyle approach is also just not for a lot of people. Like I think it's it's that that is the other key point. Actually, a lot of people would do a lot better, a lot quicker creating a really clear script and learning how to read a script um you know freestyling and doing that it's 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 not an approach i suggest for most people exactly and joseph on the pre-interview you mentioned remote production of video mm -hmm. but yeah it's something that more companies should look into because yeah, yeah getting a crew yeah a whole film crew at your company can be pretty expensive yes yes so can you please tell us a bit more about that remote production? Yes, of course. So um, remote production is something, I guess, that um, we kind of like, did, did we, we kind of, I guess we, we kind of stumbled on it. I mean, I say stumbled on it. It, it had been something that I'd been doing, I guess, remote production. Um, I, I think, I think the key, the key insight that got us, that got us to there is kind of realizing that, hang on a minute we can create the same quality of videos at a much higher volume by just creating videos, you know, in a, in a, you know, with a very simple transportable setup, you know, in my, in, in, a, in a bedroom, in a, in a, you know, in my office, like I can create the same, I can achieve the same quality, um, but just at a much higher volume by not, you know, you know, getting a, getting expensive Korean, you know, so it's, I think that was the, that was the key insight that kind of switched, a switched on a flip, yeah. you know, flipped a switch for me where it was like, oh my God, you know, like, why aren't, why aren't more companies doing this? Like, you know, that, you know, why, why aren't they realizing that, you know, you actually don't need to go and hire a crazy expensive film crew, um, to, to create videos anymore. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's, that's kind of how we've, how we first initially landed on remote production and we've kind of developed a lot we've, you know, developed a lot of processes around it now, working with clients. Um, so, yeah. So how do you do it? Like, do you just yes. send equipment and... Yes. Yeah. So we so we kind of do it in two ways. So, um, and the, the kind of second way is a bit of a newer approach that we're like trialing. Um, but our, our first kind of core way is that we have like a, a kind of like a, our sway box of equipment. So we have mm -hmm. uh, a lighting kind of setup. We have a tripod. Um, we send out a specific camera, um, and then I'm missing, I'm missing something, uh, mic, mic, yeah. obviously. So we send out a mic as well. Um, and then we help our clients basically virtually set it up. So mm -hmm. what we're able to do is we're able to see through their camera webcam because yeah. we, we have a piece of software that allows us to see through their camera when they're setting it up. So we basically, within one hour of the client, you know, once they've got the equipment, we're on the call within one hour, we've got them fully set up. Um, and we've basically, we basically help them build like a home office setup, um, so that they're ready to record, you know, as quickly as that. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because I think that many people, yeah, they struggle to start. Yes. You basically give them the tools right away and yes. yeah, you give have everything them, yeah. in place. Exactly, because again, I think the, the other thing, because what I, what I don't advocate for, I think some people, sometimes my message gets a little bit miscontrued by certain people because I think some people think that I advocate for like super low production where it's just like a shaky yeah. iPhone video and it's like, you know, it's it's like just really bad production. I, I that's that's not what we're saying. We're, what we're actually saying is, hey, no, like quality does matter, right? Like you, you do need good quality now, um, and you know that the, the, there does have to be a, a level of camera quality, a level of particularly when it's you know like YouTube style videos. You know, it, there has to be good lighting, um, and so what we're what we're really trying to do for clients is give them give them the same setup that they would have um, if a if it was a you know a, a normal production crew, yet you know, it's much less friction. It's, you know, a 10th of that cost. And so, yeah, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of why we got there. Awesome. And do you think that more companies will yeah, start employing creators under companies just to handle video in the future? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think it's gonna, and I'm, I'm still thinking in my, like, you know, deciding in my head, like how long this will take. Um, but I think we are, we're already starting to see the shift happen quicker than I thought actually in B2B, um, where companies are actively trying to bring in, you know, creators into the fold, um, that, you know, that will help them create content that will help them just that have that kind of social expertise. I think that's the key thing, right? I think we're in this interesting moment in B2B now where, um, and I, I probably will get a little bit of shit for saying this, <laughs> but we're in this interesting moment where. I think there's a, in the content space, there's amazing talent, right? In, in like, when it comes to SEO, when it comes to, you know, writing blog content, like amazing. I think actually B2B probably has the best SEO and written talent, right? Um, but when it comes to video and when it comes to kind of like social, I think we're really lacking that talent as an industry. I, I just, I don't really think it's there. I don't think it really exists. Um, and I just don't think a lot of people have the skills, um, for, for kind of, for kind of social and video. Um, and so I think that's where creators will kind of be able to start to patch up some of those holes because they've naturally built audiences on YouTube, the platforms. So I think that's, that's why companies will want to bring these people in. Yeah. Like when you were saying that I started thinking about Lavender. Yes. Like they have those videos that, yeah. Really yes. They have those and, when, and when you watch like a yeah, when you watch like a lavender, you know, Will, one of Will's videos, you just instantly get that he understands YouTube. Exactly. Like he just he understands like the culture of YouTube. You know, like the memes, the meme language. It's like yeah. a whole YouTube culture, Twitter culture. It's like a whole new language that you have to understand. And I just I'm not convinced that nearly enough people that are working right now in B two B content do understand that social kind of culture, YouTube culture. Um, which is going to be a challenge, to be honest, for I think for a lot of people, I think it's going to be because as we start to shift away from, you know, as, as SEO naturally, well, this, at least this is the opinion I hold, will get a lot more commoditized. Um, and that that style of content gets a lot more commoditized. I think, you know, the, the kind of social way of content where it's slightly less structured, it's, you know, video is a big part of it. I think, I think if more, if a lot of people, if a lot more people don't upskill, they gonna be in a bit of a sticky situation is, is how yeah. i see it yeah like i think that many business owners will have to change their approach in general 
Yes. Just because, yeah. Yes. They think that B2B can't be fun. Like, it has yes. to be that corporate approach yes. where, yeah, you have to be buttoned up and just be very yes. serious. Yes, but yes, yes, at yeah. the same time, they enjoy memes themselves. So, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 It, was a, it was great. Like, one last, one last question that I have for you. What would you say? What's the biggest takeaway from this whole conversation? What's the biggest takeaway? Um, or what would you like the people to take away from it I think I think what I would say is that video doesn't have to be this like really daunting thing right it it, like again going back to right back at the start of our conversation right like it, it doesn't have to be this really big six month project this big brand videos like that's not what video is um video the way I see video, at least when you just when you just get started with it, is it's just an extension of what you're what you're already doing on a content front. So you've got a blog. How can we just create a nice little video LinkedIn video series that goes alongside it? You've got case studies. How can we just use video to amplify it? Now, ideally, you get to a place where I think, and this is what I believe most video most companies should become video should go video first. Like their content approach actually should be video first. Um, but I think when you just get started with it, realize that all video is in the early days, it's just an extension of your existing kind of written, written content. So yeah, that's, that's kind of my, uh, my, my final point. Awesome. So thank you very much for today. It was great to have you. Yes. And I've learned lots of awesome things from you. So that's <laughs> even better. I appreciate that. Well, I hope it was good. good. So please tell the audience where they can find you and how can you help them with video? Yes. So, um, I mean, the most obvious first place would just be LinkedIn. So just, you know, I'm, I'm sure you'll probably drop it in the show notes, but, um, you know, obviously Joseph Newton on LinkedIn, just follow me around on LinkedIn and, you know, you can consume more of my content there. Um, if you want to check us out on our website, it's usway.co. Um, and we've got examples of our work on there and kind of our, our process and how we're working. And yeah, but I think the, the the best place would just be, you know, if you're still like, who is this guy? And, uh, you know, you know, why, you know, yeah, go, go to my LinkedIn and follow me around. Uh, and uh, I, I, I tend to share quite a lot on there and will be starting to share a lot more than I currently am. So, so yeah. That's awesome. Like when you see videos that stand out on LinkedIn, you can be almost sure that it's one made by Joseph. So <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, awesome. Yeah. So thank you very much for today and see you on LinkedIn. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Be a B2B Leader. If you liked this episode, make sure to leave a review in your favorite podcast app. Also, if there is something you would like to learn, let me know. After all, we are building a knowledge base for B2B.